Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Daly, and I am so excited that you decided to join me today as I continue to talk about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we are going to continue with the letter G, and I'm going to be talking about G for gift. G for gift. The enemy is on an all-out mission for you to bury your gift. That's right. You have a gift that is locked up on the inside of you that is capable of liberating all that would have an opportunity to partake in it. But oftentimes, many gifts never see the light of day because the enemy compels, he he taunts, and causes us to bury our very own gifts. These gifts, the enemy is trying to rob the world from receiving them and literally robbing the world from the gift of you. Your gift could literally liberate thousands, not just in your lifetime, but in the lifetimes to come. You are a gift to your generation and the generations to come. Do not allow your gift to be buried. Now, what does your gift have to do with coming out of the bag? Your gift literally could liberate you and take you out of areas of depression, out of areas of poverty, out of areas of lack, if you would operate in the gift of God upon your life. There are many things that come to keep you in the bag and keep you from stepping out on your gifts. Things like insecurities, inferiority complex, feeling insignificant, all of the impossibilities and plain old ignorance. But I'm here today to tell you that the gift of God on your life shall speak. Hallelujah. The enemy thought that he could kill the gift of God in Jesus Christ, but it was a setup. He connived and maneuvered so that they would crucify Christ. And he felt that once they crucified him and buried him, that he would take away that gift. Remember, Jesus was a gift to the world from God. The Bible tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave. What does that mean? A gift. He gave his only begotten son, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The enemy sought to destroy the gift of God in Jesus Christ and to crucify him. That's the same tactic of the enemy today on you and I. The enemy did not want the gift of God to manifest in the world, but boy, he royally messed up. Hallelujah. If it wasn't for Jesus Christ giving us his gift, we would not be. The Bible tells us in Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus became our Lord because he was the gift of God that gave us life. And that's why he's called the Lord of our life. We owe our life, hallelujah, to Christ because he laid down his life so that you and I may have life more abundantly. He poured himself out as an offering. He came as a gift. Do you know that you and I have a gift 
on the inside of us that was preordained, destined by God to be poured out to this world. Not that you're giving your life away, but that your life literally is a purposed one. It's one full of purpose that is supposed to generate life in the earth. Hallelujah. Jesus' life gave life and your life is to also give life when you pour it out as the gift of God that he's called you to be. Jesus was God's gift to us all towards salvation. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 tells us, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. No one can say that they got their self to heaven. Hallelujah. Every last one of us must go through the blood-stained banner. Hallelujah. The blood of the lamb, Jesus Christ. It's the only road to salvation. And it was a gift from God through Christ Jesus. God is wanting you today to stir up the gift of God on the inside of you because life is dependent upon it. Not just your life, which could be suffocating in a bag because you're not operating in your gift. But what about all the other lives that are connected to you releasing the gift of God on your life? God has a gift that is locked up in the inside of you that I believe he is calling to come forth and manifest like never before today. The Bible tells us that the gifts are in us. Remember, go back. Think back. Go back to that thing that you dreamed about when you were a kid or when you were in college, something that you was passionate about. It's pointing you to your gift. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy Chapter one, verse six through seven, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thy stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. You know, many times we lock our gifts away because of fear, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of what people will have to say, fear of all sorts of things. We allow the spirit of fear to literally lock our gifts up on the inside of you. But we're talking about gifts being what could release us from the bag, being what can propel us into the purposes and plans of God for our life. When you operating your gift, can you imagine whenever you create anything, whether it's a paper, whether it's a invention, a, a literal gadget, whether you, whatever, any Thing that has ever been invented. It was invented with a purpose. That's what God is saying. When I created you, I created you with a gift. I created you. And, and this is the beautiful thing about a gift. When you have the gift, that means you're already equipped to do the thing. Hallelujah. A lot of times we second guessing ourselves and God said, I gifted you for it. So if I gifted you for it, I equipped you for it. Oh my God. That means you don't have to go out and, and finagle anything to be able to to do it. You literally are the gift. I called you to it and I'm going to take you to it and bring you through it. God has gifted you with something that you have been overlooking and that thing can literally liberate you and take you into the next dimension of your life. You're over here worrying about small, small, small things. God is saying, I have great things for you if you would just allow yourself to operate in the way that I created you to. 
The Bible tells us that our gift will make room for us. Your gift will literally get you into the rooms that you need to be. It will increase your wealth. It will increase your status. It will increase your every area of your life when you walk in your gift. When you walk in your gift, you are literally walking in purpose. When you walk in your gift, you're walking in the things that God intended for your life. Proverbs 18, 16 says, a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. You can't have lack when you operate in your gift. And I mean, you have to be sold on it. Listen, I too have had to struggle with this oftentimes because what happens is if we don't see things moving as quickly as we think they should move, we think, oh, that's my, oh, I'm just gifted for that. I'm, I, you know, that's just a little hobby. That's just a, God is wanting you to use that to impact something, to impact someone, to impart the generation that's going to come after you, your children and your children's children, all of their blessings could be wrapped up in your obedience to the gift of God on your life. That gift will make room for you. That means that you remember in the Bible when the, the, the woman made a room for the prophet, made a place for them to stay, that your gift literally will create a home for you. Your gift will literally get you that building. Your gift will literally get you whatever that thing is that you're desiring when you operate in that gift. When you move according to the plans and purposes of God for your life, it will get you out of the stalemate, out of the stagnancy and put you in a place of relevance when you begin to operate in the gift of God on your life. Wake it up. Many of us have set things down that God is telling you to pick it up today. You have a responsibility to the gift of God on your life. You have a responsibility to become all that God has ordained and called you to be because he has bought your life. Hallelujah. He paid the ultimate price that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But the only way you're going to have the abundant life. Yeah, you got salvation. But even beyond salvation, when you operate in the plans and purposes of God for your life, you take your life to another dimension. There's another reality. You don't have to go through life just blah blah just day after day same thing after same thing but when you when you tap into the gift of God on your life the greatest gift that God ever gave us was the gift of salvation that we may be made right with him through the blood of the lamb which is Jesus Christ and then the next gift he planted gifts inside you and I that we may live a life of purpose and fulfillment here on the earth Whatever that gift is that God has placed in you, he is calling you to get back to it today. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 4, 14 to 15, neglect not the gift that is in thee. I'll say that again. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the prosperity. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself holy to them that they die profiting or they profiting may appear to all when they when they grow it will appear to all it will profit everybody he said meditate upon these things meditate upon what meditate upon the gift of god in you 
Give yourself wholly to the gift of God so that everyone that sees you will profit from your gift, from you being a gift. Your gift is not for you to profit. Literally, you will be blessed because you will be profiting others by giving your gift, your gift. It's a gift to them. As you gift them, God will give you. That's how the scripture tells us, give and it shall be given back to you, running over shaking together, running over, shall men give unto our bosom. This is the word of God. You are a gift. You are a gift. There are gifts in the inside of you that are waiting to be unlocked and unleashed. Get out of the bag. It is your responsibility. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us if we go back and look at Matthew chapter 25 verses 14 through 30, I won't read the whole thing, but it tells us about the gifts of the talent. I mean, it, it, it talks about the talent and how one, one was given five and one was given two and one was given one and how the five multiplied the gift. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but there are things that God is telling me to do. And sometimes it can appear to be overwhelming, but when you submit your gift to God. He will order your steps. Hallelujah. He will cause the right things to align. It won't become overwhelming, but you have to get busy about his business. You have to be busy moving things along for his glory. You have to be busy walking according to purpose. The one that had five multiplied them to 10. The one that had two multiplied them to four. Hallelujah. And then there was one that had one gift. This is what the enemy wants. He wants you to bury your gift. And that's what the man said. In Matthew, um, starting at uh, uh, chapter 25, starting at verse 25, and I was afraid, he said, he said, I was afraid and I went and I hid the talent in the earth. Lo, there thou um, has that is thine. Hallelujah. He said, um, his Lord answered and said unto him, thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not stowed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges at least. And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury, with interest, basically. And he said, take therefore the talent from him. So there, this is when he did not use the gift of God. He did not use the talent that was given to him. And he said, take it away and give it to the one that has 10. The one that has the most, give it to him. Why? Because that one was productive. He used the gift of God. You can't outgive God. Hallelujah. You can't outgive him. And he said, give him, him that gave me even five, that gave me, that doubled my, what I gave him, give him even more. For unto everyone that have shall be given and he shall have an abundance. But him that have not shall be taken away, even that which he have. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That sounds like hell to me. I don't know about you, but I don't want my redeemer to come back. And I sat on the gift because I was too timid. I was too afraid. I was unable to produce. He said the unprofitable one. Remember earlier, we talked about how he said, when you meditate on your gift, when you give yourself wholly to it, it will be profitable for all. So God is telling us that we have a responsibility to the gift of God that is on our life. This gift. Chief for gift will get you out of the bag if you will focus on it, if you would stir it up. 
Listen, you can't lose the gift. (laughs) You cannot lose the gift. You can't throw the gift away. It says, listen, you can't lose the gift, but you can lose the anointing. And I want you to hear this very well. You can't lose the gift, but you can lose the anointing when you refuse to operate according to the plans and purposes of God. You should know the difference. Being gifted doesn't justify you to do whatever you want to do. Being gifted doesn't mean that you are the, you, you know, remember it didn't come from you. It's a gift from God. So you can't boast about it. Being gifted doesn't make you any higher or any mighty than anyone else. We all are gifted in our own right. Being gifted doesn't justify you. Being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is what justification comes from. Gifts can get you through the door, but your character, it is what is needed to establish you there. A lot of people have premature exposure. They're very gifted. They're very gifted. And God has even anointed them, but they didn't spend time. They didn't give themselves to the gift and to the Holy Spirit to be matured in the things of God. And not just in the things of God, but just to be matured in their character, in in, in their yes being yes and their no being no, and, and standing on the word of God and the promises of God and not be given to the things of the world that would cause them to compromise their faith in Christ Jesus and they got premature exposure. Yes, they were. It looked so great going up, but they were unsustainable. Why? Because they didn't have the character to be there. How many times have you seen people get celebrity status? They were awesome, but they cracked under pressure because their foundation, hallelujah, wasn't set on the rock. Your foundation has to be set in Christ Jesus. You need to know who you are, know whose you are, know that it's not about you. No, no matter how much people are clapping and giving accolades, you can't take the glory for none of that. Why? Because it's a gift from almighty God. And though you may have the gift, you can lose the anointing. God can take his hand off of you and you will still have the gift. People will still come to Christ. But what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? You can lead so many people and be profitable to so many and still lose your own soul. May we never lose touch with the fact that we must be covered in the blood of the lamb, that we belong to almighty God, that it is not about us, but it is all about him. Your gift is God ordained and God hasn't changed his mind and nor will he change his mind about it. No, he won't. Look, Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says for the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. He's not going to change. You, you act crazy if you want to. You're still gifted. You may not be anointed anymore, but you're still gifted. And even if you do have anointing, but you have, you lose, why would you lose all that God has for you by just being disobedient? May God give us the strength to follow him with our gifts. May we submit our gifts unto the Lord. The Bible tells us in James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Every gift. So we cannot take credit for anything. And the Bible says, and it cometh from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is full of light and we are called in his image to be the light of the world. Every 
gift, every single gift. Every man on this earth has a gift and a gift that is his own. Every last one of us. And God gave it to us for such a time as this. You've been released into the earth to be a gift to your generation. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 7 and 7, for I would that all men were even as I myself, but every man hath his proper gift of God. One after this manner, and another after that. There's no competition in the anointing. Hallelujah. The anointing simply complements. We need each other. Every gift connect to the next gift, to the next gift, to make this a beautiful world, a world full of God's plans and purposes manifesting each and every day, a world where heaven literally begins to happen here on earth. When we pray and we say, our father, let thy will be done on earth or in earth as it is in heaven. It's already in heaven. Let the manifestation come here in the earth. How does it come here in the earth? Through our obedience as the gifts of God, through our obedience of living a life of purpose. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to quickly give you as we wrap up five steps to stir up the gift of God on your life again. Five steps. Number one, accept and acknowledge the gift of God on your life. You need to embrace it today and take ownership and responsibility for it. Stop putting it off like, oh, I'm just good at that. That just comes easy to me. No, God gave you a gift and he gave you that gift for a reason. He gave you a gift that it would make room for you, room for your children and your children's children, that it would also impact your generation and the generations to come. That is not just some happenstance. It did not just happen. God placed that gift in you for a reason and you have a responsibility to accept and to acknowledge that gift. Hallelujah. We're waiting for it. Number two, show gratitude for the gift of God on your life. How do you do this? By being grateful to God, knowing that it's not about you, knowing that it's not about you, but it's all about him and all about purpose being fulfilled in and through your life by utilizing your gift. And as you give God the glory, they will glorify your father, which is in heaven, making sure that all glory is going to him as you use your gift to glorify him. Amen. Number three, honor the gift of God on your life. How do you do that? By obedience to the leading of the Holy Spirit. As the gift of God is moving, honor the gift of God. You honor the gift of God by obeying God to release the gift of God. You honor the gift of God by obeying the leading of the Holy Spirit to move in the gift. Hallelujah. You need to be able to hear the voice of God and honor God by being obedient and moving and operating in the gift. Number four, nurture the gift of God on your life. How do you nurture the gift of God on your life? You nurture the gift of God on your life by the word of God, by spending time in the word of God. It will strengthen the gift of God on the inside of you. It will cause it to come alive. When the Bible talks about stirring up the gift, how do you stir it up that gift? You stir it up by remembering, hallelujah, by and, and listening and hearing and hearing what? Though faith cometh by hearing and hearing what? hearing the word of God. So you're nurturing that gift and it become, it comes alive and it becomes able to be activated and to move out and do what only God can do in and through you. And number five, share the gift of God on your life. How do you do this? You 
You share the gift of God by operating in your gift and allowing that gift to impact others as well as be imparted unto others. You want your gift to be impactful. And the only way your gift is going to be impactful is if you release it. Hallelujah. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you stir up the gift in my sister, in my brother, that they become all that you predestined them to be. Let them not go down in the night without releasing the gift of God that's on the inside of them. That gift that is to impact this generation and the generations to come. That gift that is to release them from every bondage that they have found themselves restricted and restrained in in life thus far. As they operate in this gift, God, they will begin to see the shackles fall off. They will begin to see the scales fall from their eyes. They will begin to see things begin to move in the direction that you've ordained them to be. I thank you that gifts are coming alive again. I thank you that gifts are springing forth again in the name of Jesus, that these gifts are adding value. These gifts are releasing and liberating so many others to do the same. And Father, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise in Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Chick in the Back podcast today. I'm so excited. I know I went a little bit over, but this gift, this this message about gift has been so heavy on my heart, and I had to sit down and record this for you today. I pray it blessed you, and if it has, please share it with somebody else. Remember, I love you, and I want you to stay out of the bag. God bless you. Bye-bye.